In this episode, we'll be talking about how to die with no regrets. I hope you're ready because this is the next chapter. Welcome to the next chapter of your life. My name is Nurain and every week I bring you an empowering message to help you on your path to a better, more meaningful and more fulfilled life. In other words, the next chapter of your life. If you haven't already, smash that subscribe button so you don't miss another podcast episode where I share these empowering messages. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast but haven't rated it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it, I would really appreciate it if you could please take a few seconds to do so. The more people do this, the more this podcast gets found and inspires others as well. Today I want to talk about how to die with no regrets. So there was a study done by an Australian nurse, her name was uh, Bronnie Ware, who spent several years working in palliative care. Palliative care is caring for patients in the last weeks of their lives. She made sure that their last weeks on earth were as comfortable as possible. And from many conversations with the dying, the dying patients, she came to understand what people truly regret at the end of their lives. She later wrote a book called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying about what she had learned. But What she came to discover was the biggest regret, the number one regret of the dying was this. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Let me repeat that. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. This was the one thing that most people regretted at the end of their lives when they came to the end of the road. Now, I want to expand on this for a moment. So something we need to understand about humans is that we are social creatures. We've been like this for most of evolutionary history. We all want to fit in with our peers, make friends, and be liked and respected by them. Um, These desires are absolutely necessary for our survival. Our ancestors who lived in groups called tribes knew that being kicked out of a tribe was basically a death sentence because they were more likely to be attacked by predators, members of other tribes, or they would even die of hunger. But those who worked together and formed bonds with others were safer, had more chances of finding a partner, and had easier access to resources. So the need to feel like you belong is one of the most basic things people want. And this need still has a big impact on how we act today. However, By always seeking the approval of others, you might be making your life more difficult for yourself without even realizing it. And this is because you don't do things that are important or true to you. You're afraid of trying new things that are outside your comfort zone and you spend too much time thinking about what others expect from you. When we try to please everyone, we're looking for outside approval. But the sad part is that When we expect the outside world to give us what we should be giving ourselves, we set ourselves up for disappointment because we can't control anything but but ourselves. We can't control what we receive from others. We can only control what we give and receive from ourselves. We set ourselves up to live a life we don't really want to live, but one that fits with what other people expect of us. This, funnily funnily enough, um, was how I was in secondary school. I was a people pleaser and did what I thought my friends expected of me. And so, in order to receive their approval, I will make fun of others, mock them, tell stupid jokes, 
all because I wanted them to like me. Did it work? Nope. <laughs> they all just hated me more. I I remember it 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 even got to a point when my mates hated me so much that all of them, all thirty seven or was it thirty eight of them, decided to boycott me. They all agreed to stop talking to me and abandon me the same way tribes would abandon their banished members. And it sucked. It was one of the worst periods of my life. And that is exactly what living for others and not yourself does to you. It just makes you miserable and empty because when you try to make everyone happy and make decisions based on what you think others expect of you, you lose sight of what's important to you, what makes you happy and what drives you. You feel stuck doing things you don't want to do or doing things that aren't good for your mental and emotional well-being. Now, I want you to imagine for a moment that you are on your deathbed. You're lying on your deathbed with your loved ones all around you and you only have a few hours left to live. You think about all the things you've done and haven't done in your life. How would you feel about the way you lived? Would you be happy with everything you've done and everything you haven't done? Or would you wish you could start over and do things a little differently this time? If you're not happy with how you have or are currently spending your life, then I think it's time to change that. It's time to figure out what you really care about and start making decisions that align with that. Ask yourself ask yourself things like, what's important to me? Or um, what would I do if I didn't care what others expected of me? Start paying attention to what you really want out of life and make sure your actions match those things. When you live your life based on what you value, your life becomes a lot easier and more fulfilling. Most of us die with deep regrets about how we spent our lives. But if you aren't where you'd like to be right now, while there's still time to do something about it, you can change that. You don't need to be on your deathbed to realize how how important it is to take your life seriously. There's a saying that a ship is safest at the harbor, but that's not what ships were built for. Well, this saying also applies to you and your life. You're safest in your comfort zone, doing safe things for the sake of others and not trying or going after what you truly want. But that's not what you were made for. You can't keep living for someone else. You have to start living for yourself. Live your life in a way that when you get to your deathbed, you can look back and see, I lived. You can't keep sacrificing your happiness and well-being just because you're trying to meet the expectations of others. If you're scared of leaving a relationship that's draining you or of changing a course you don't like in school or anything else, just think about how miserable you will be staying there for the long term. It's okay to be scared of doing what's best for you, but it sure as hell is not okay to grit your teeth and just bear the pain when you know you deserve more and better. If you don't define what's important to you and what what it is you want out of life, you just end up doing what other people want you to do. When you don't have a clear goal propelling you forward, you default to doing what other people approve of or what other people expect of you. It won't be easy. But if you can take the time to figure out what you want to stand for and where you want to go, the next steps will seem straightforward. If you want to die with no regrets, figure out what kind of life you want to live and have the courage to start taking small steps towards that life. A life that's true to yourself, not the life others expect of you.
So I just wanted to take a moment to talk about this app I've been using lately. It's called Blinkist. If you haven't heard of it, Blinkist is an app that summarizes books into approximately 15-minute lessons. Blinkist has over um, 5,000 books in its library and about 40 books are added to it each month. You can read as many book summaries as you want. Whether you want to learn about philosophy, entrepreneurship, habits, biographies, happiness, romance, and so much more, you'll find the right book there. Blinkist cuts out all the unnecessary extra information from the actual book and gives you a thorough breakdown of the book's core message and its most essential points, which will help you better understand the book. By the way, this is not sponsored by them. It's just an app I've been using lately for a while now and have found it to be very helpful on my learning journey and I'm sure it could benefit you too. And the best part is that it comes at a very affordable price of less than $100 per year. So click the link in the show notes if that interests you and I hope you find it helpful. Okay, back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of The Next Chapter with Noreen, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for my weekly newsletter at noreentakuma.com so you don't miss your weekly dose of inspirational words. And make sure to share this episode with someone you think would also get something out of it. And you can also tell us what you thought of this episode or the part you liked best in the ratings and reviews section on Apple Podcasts. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so, so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're the author of your life and you're the only one who's going to decide what the next chapter is supposed to be. So pick up your pen and start writing your story.